Out of the overflow of the heart, do your lips produce a balm or a stinging dart? Do the vowels and consonants form bring death, or does healing flow out of every breath? Is there judgment and condemnation, or is there understanding and personal conviction? Your lips produce the fruit, but the heart is the root. What soil is your heart planted in? What treasures do you infill it with? Do others taste the golden flowing honey of kindness, or do they taste the stagnant water of bitterness? Remember, your lips produce the fruit, but the heart is the root. Hi guys, welcome to Laugh, Talk, Cry. This is episode two. I have myself here, Beatrice Madrid, and then I also have a very good friend named Whitney Arismendi here. I'm so excited that you're here, Whitney. You want to say hi? Hi. Thank you for having me, B. I'm glad you're here. I know we're not really together in studio um, because Whitney actually lives in Snyder, Texas, which is a small town in West Texas. Um, and we got really close last year when I left her for a year. Um, and she was very pivotal in my journey. And um, she was really a stable person for that whole year while I was um, teaching and living in West Texas. It was, I was away from my family, so she became family very quickly, <laughs> her oh. and her husband and her son. So I just want to tell you, thank you, Whitney, for that. Um, oh, it was a blessing. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we have Whitney here, and we're going to talk um, about something that I think I think a lot of people talk about, but um, I think just we're going to talk about something that's more personal in our own journeys, I feel like, um, and just how our heart is connected to our lips. But before we dive into that, um, I want Whitney to kind of share a little bit, a little bit about who she is and um, whatever else you feel like the Lord wants you to share and what you want other people to hear. Um, so go ahead, Whitney, whatever you want to share, and then we can dive in a little bit more. All right. Well, thank you, B. <laughs> and um, yeah, so my name is Whitney Mindy. I live in uh, Snyder, Texas. Uh, my husband and I are um, youth pastors at His Heart Fellowship. And, um, it's been a very like wild ride uh, with the Lord. So I, I've been praying about what the Lord wanted me to share. Um, and just part of my testimony that he kind of highlighted was, um, so when I was young, I, I said that, you know, sinner's salvation, um, prayer at about probably like 10 years old. Um, <clears throat> but I had no relate real realization of walking out a relationship with the Lord. Um, so I thought that's all you did. You, you know, like, Oh, forgive me of my sins, save me from hell. That's, that's all this is about, you know, and just go live in however you want to basically. Um, and then I was probably 12 years old and, uh, my grandpa had passed away and he was like the, you know, the, the head of everything in our family. Um, and so I really turned into rebellion at that age, um, <clears throat> and turned away from everything, everything concerning the Lord, everything concerning the church, um, and, and just went full on, um, into multiple different addictions. And, um, I spent the next 20 years, um, in that lifestyle and everything that, that goes into that. Um, but when I finally reached like a, a rock bottom in 2016, um, I had got arrested and, had like a, just a whole slew of charges. And I knew I, I couldn't outrun the issues I had anymore, you know? And, um, at that point I was very like adamant that I thought Jesus was not the answer. Like, yeah. that's great that he worked for everybody else, but 
it wasn't going to be for me. I had said the sinner's prayer. Where had he been all those years, you know? Um, And in the midst of that, though, the Lord was not offended by me. He was not afraid to relentlessly chase me down in that. And um, he was completely faithful to do so. And so on March 18th, uh, 2016, I had a, a radical encounter with the Lord um, where I, I, I met the man Jesus. It wasn't about religion, um, but it was all about relationship. Yeah. And I had never experienced anything like that before. Um, in, in that encounter, like he showed me my whole life. Um, like without saying a word though, like just looking into my eyes and, um, just the peace and the joy and the love and the, the fullness, everything in his presence, you know, everything is complete and it, as it should be. And, um, it just really gave me a choice to look over my life and realize like I, I had chosen all the wrong things Mm -hmm. and to repent of those things and to truly make Jesus my Lord and savior. Yeah. Um, and so I went from this period of like before that, you know, binging everything bad, drugs and alcohol and, and awful TV shows and just just every, every, all kinds of darkness yeah. to feasting on the word of God. Like mm-hmm. um, me and my husband were kind of reminiscing about some of this last night. And and there was a, a whole season where I carried this tote around from room to room that had Bibles and notebooks and so everywhere I went, that tote went with me and every spare second I had, I was in the word and I was taking notes and I was writing prayers and I was seeking God. And, and there was even this time, you know, when, before my husband started serving the Lord, that he kind of look at me like, what are you doing? You know, like, and, and, but I, I had no desire for anything but God, yeah. but his word, you know, and it, it really, um, it just set us up. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was a Holy Ghost setup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so that's kind of uh, just a, a small fraction of like where where I was and what the Lord saved me from and mm-hmm. and man, his goodness and mercy. And yeah. so it's a uh, it's been nonstop since then <laughs> in the best way possible. In the best way. And I've got to see that a little bit firsthand last year uh, when I lived in Snyder. And um, like I said earlier, you have y'all, you and your family were stable for me. Um, I could always go to y'all and ask for encouragement or just ask for prayer. And um, the first thing y'all would bring back was the word. And um, it's kind of funny because like I didn't know that about you but about carrying that tote. <laughs> but I think that's like also like a spiritual picture because I feel like that's what you carry. Like you carry the Bible in you, you know. And then one of the verses that we'll talk about later is um, I have stored up your word in my heart so I will not sin against Him. Right. And I feel like that's really what you do. You store, you've stored up those words in his heart. You're, you're going to continue to, because we're supposed to, you know, keep digging yeah. into his word and reading it and feasting upon it. But I thought that's cool. That's like a good spiritual picture too of who you are. You carry, you still carry that tote with all those yeah. bibles. The notebooks. When I didn't, you know, be back then, I had no clue what was to come from that. Yeah. Like, I had no clue the goodness of the Lord that was going to be poured over our life. I had, I had no clue where he would take us. And, and in no way was I after those things, so to speak. Mm -hmm. I just knew that he had rescued me from death. He had rescued me from darkness. Like all of a sudden there was life and there was joy and there was peace. And 
I couldn't get enough of it. And now looking back, it just, it's, it's mind blowing. Like, wow. Like that's what was going on then, you know, like it it literally walking out that scripture of, of hiding your word in, in, in my heart, you know, so I wouldn't Mm -hmm. sin against him. And it's, it's just beautiful to, to, to see um, the, the starting and then, you know, how it's coming to fruition and who knows what else he's going to do. I know we still have our whole lives ahead of us. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. That's, I don't know if y'all could hear her, her voice cracking, but she was staring a tear up, but that really is like when the Lord touches us, that's, you know, we come down to the emotions that like, that's all we can really offer our tears. And the beautiful thing is that he does collect those tears and he collects them, collects them as prayers. Um, and every time I talk about the Lord and what he did for me, I always cry too. So it's okay. The good thing is laptop cry. So you have total rain to cry. <laughs> so, um, but thank you for sharing that. And then that kind of goes into um, what our topic is today. Um, I had written a poem, which you would hear at the beginning of this podcast um, about how our lips are connected. Our mouth, uh, I, call, I titled it lips, but you know, our mouth is connected to our heart. Um, and all throughout the word there's several scriptures uh about how this is one of my favorite ones from jesus because he's the one that said it um what you say flows from what is in your heart and um whenever i wrote that that poem honestly those were questions that the lord had asked me and i really had to go to my knees in repentance because i realized how um wretched and how distorted my mouth had become because of what had been in my heart and so I kind of have a question for you because you said that the word was um, very, what was sustained you whenever you, you came to the Lord. Um, how did you reading that word affect what was in your heart and how did that affect what was in your mouth? Like what, what how did you see things start changing and what you said or how you talked to people or even how you started praying? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um Definitely. In in every area of my life, I've seen it. I've seen it touch every area from, you know, I've had um, kind of places that are rocky with even my parents, um, you know, and and just the word, um, you know, the word is our instruction in everything. Yeah. You know, and so it, so, so then I would seek out in the word, like, what does your word say, God? You know, mm-hmm. because I can't trust my heart. One of, one of the first things the Lord showed me is, um, you know, all the years that I was in addiction, I, I would find myself in periods where I would cry out to the Lord. Like, I don't want to live this life. I don't want to be this person. I don't want to be a drug addict. Yeah. And, but I would hear this, this voice or this thought that said, it's okay. I know your heart, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize that that wasn't God telling me that at those times because I wasn't in his word. You know, it says in Jeremiah that the heart is deceitful above all else who can trust it. So when I, when I came to realize that I had been falling for lies for all those years, then I wanted nothing but the truth. I wanted nothing but what God's word says, you know? And so I started to learn like my feelings are going to lie to me and circumstances are going to lie to me. But the only thing that I can truly count on is the word of God. 
And so I need to see what it says. So I started searching it out for every situation of my life, whether it was to do with my parents, you know, that I'm to honor my mother and father or to do with my husband that I am to be submissive under him and respect him and honor him or to raise in my children, my child, you know, and, and what that looks like, just applying the word to every situation and really telling my heart, like, you don't rule me, but the word of God rules me, the spirit of God rules me. And, and just watching that come to pass in, in all circumstances. And I, I mean, I could talk for days on how the Lord has done that. Um, but he, he has done it in every area, you know, but, but by his word and his spirit. Yeah. So you're the soil that you planted your heart in was in the word of God. Yes. So yes. have you ever, like, what are some practical ways? Because I think um, it's easy to like, just read the word like, oh, you know, 9 p.m. is time for me to read a scripture and then I'm going to bed. But what are like uh, that that works and that that can be fruitful in some some seasons of life. But for those who want to go deeper and really um, challenge themselves into to look at themselves in the in the word of God as a mirror, you know, what are some practical ways for them to really store up those words in their heart? Like what are things that you have uh, that you do or. Yeah, for sure. Well, definitely the absolute very first one is you've got to get in the word. Like you have to, you have to read your Bible. It's not a um, decoration on your shelf or a accessory for when you go to church. Yeah. It is a weapon. It is your manual. It is your best friend. It is, you know, it needs to be used. Yeah. Um, and it's not always what you know of the Bible, but even more so what you do of the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, it says in James one twenty two that if you hear the word, but you don't do the word, you deceive yourself. Yeah. You know, um, so we've got to do uh, the word. Mm-hmm. And then probably the next thing which goes hand in hand in that is is stewarding it. Mm-hmm. That to make sure you're you are you are doing the words that you are walking it out, you know, whatever season you're in, um, dig into the word and see what does God say about this? What does he say about, you know, my health? What does he say about my family? What does he say about uh, my children? Wh- whatever the situation that you're facing, find out what he says. And that's your weapon mm-hmm. that that's what you it's your everything. It's what you stand on. It's what it's your weapon. It's your it's your shield, you know, it, yeah. and all of it encompasses to, to Jesus, you know, cause he is the word made flesh. Um, but yeah, definitely read the Bible, do the Bible, um, steward it well and just see what he has to say, you know? Yeah. Um, one of the things I started doing is, um, like literally praying out what it says on in the word, like Ephesians, um, whenever he's talking about all like everything that I used to be a sinner and like all that stuff and how it's by his grace and by, it was a gift from him. Like if you go through, I actually learned that from, um, I can't remember. It was a little book I read and I can't remember the the name. I'll have to go back and and see who was that wrote it, but he would read all of Ephesians and pray Ephesians out, like just word by word and over his congregation. And he started to see like changes within a few weeks. um, Yes. And um, that just shows how powerful the word of God is. Like um, in Second Tim- Timothy, Paul writes that all the whole Bible was inspired by God. And it's like, I know that as me as a writer, whenever I write something, I want someone to appreciate it, you know, and I want someone to come to go back to and be like, wow, what they said was really good. But how much more the father, you know, 
how much yes. what he gave us for our personal lives, <laughs> you know, to yes. be one with him and one with the son and one with the Holy Spirit and be able to be that out to those around us, you know? Um, Amen. But yeah, so I, I know we're talking about um, the mouth and, and the heart, how it's connected. Has there ever been a time where you said something and you like immediately wanted to retract it? <laughs> you know, like, oh, my oh, I shouldn't have said that, you know, to somebody or to yourself. Well, you I know? mean, has there, I, I don't know anybody that could say no to that. <laughs> of course there has been. Um, there was, I think one of the most pivotal times when the Lord really opened my eyes to um the power of, of what's in our heart and what comes out of our mouth was, um, it was probably about like four or five years ago. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm learning how to walk with the Lord and how, um, to just steward the Holy spirit, you know, in all areas of life and, and, um, how to this season that he particularly had me in was motherhood. And, um, so we homeschool my son, Daniel, and, I had set him up in the living room to work on schoolwork. And I just told him, you know, okay, this is your lesson. I know you can read this lesson and I'm going to walk into the kitchen. It's just right around the corner. I'm going to start dinner and, you know, no YouTube, no nothing else. This is time, time for, for schoolwork and all this and that. And I walked around the corner and then, and I heard him uh, do something that he wasn't supposed to do. And so I peeked back around the corner and I caught him, you know, like, ah, I told you not to do that. And, you know, he did what a lot of kids would do or some kids will, I'll say, you know, and he was like, oh, what? I didn't do anything, you know? And in that moment, my frustrations were high. And, and I told him, you know, what are you, are you kidding? Like, I just saw you, you know, like you're acting stupid. I, I saw you're acting like you didn't do it. You know, you're acting stupid. Yeah. But I know that you did it. And at this point, the Lord hadn't really gotten on to me about how I talk, so to speak. You know, I, I wasn't cussing anymore or anything <laughs> like that. But um, so anyway, the, the day went on, you know, we made it through the day by the grace of the Lord. And the next day comes. And from the moment we walk, we woke up, I noticed that something was different about Daniel mm. all throughout the day it was like he was a character like oh. like he like he had a different mask on or something through yeah. the whole day and and it, we we weren't having tension with each other or anything but just all day it was like he was a character and so finally i went to the lord and i asked him what's going on here you know and he said well you literally spoke this over him yesterday wow you spoke over him that he's acting stupid wow. and i was like wow wow i'm sorry i'm sorry forgive me for that, you know, and, and I repent and I pray for that to be broke off of him in yeah. Jesus name, yeah. that he's not bound to any words I spoke over him. And, um, it really just ministered to me. And even to this day, when we find ourselves in a situation where frustrations are kind of there mm -hmm. and, you know, you're, you're maybe not making progress, then I have a rule that, Hey, go, just go to your room. And I'm going to go to the other room and we're going to pray and we're not going to say anything until we can get our mouth in alignment with the word of God, because yeah. we're not, we have an enemy already. We don't need to be each other's, you know, yeah. and speak stuff over each other. And so, yeah, that was, that was a really eye opening for me and thank God. I don't, I don't know if he does this with everybody, but he, he seems to work in like accelerated harvest with me. <laughs> I guess that. 
that way I get it real quick. Like, oh, that's something I'm not supposed yeah. to do. This is the harvest, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so he's been really graceful in that to, to yeah. just show me things. I like that, you know, because Proverbs 18.21 says death and, and life are in the power of the tongue. So mm-hmm. you saying that over Daniel was, um, you know, was death, so so to speak. Yes. You know? And then yes. quickly, retra- you, the Lord show you and with your tongue, you were able to say the opposite. So then you brought life yes. upon him. And it's like yes. so important, like it's not too late for you to say the opposite, you know? Like how how yeah. quick of a, of a response did you see Daniel when he was not acting S T U P I D? Just sorry, I, maybe I shouldn't have said that word. No. I did feel bad saying it just then. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Lord is good to still correct. Thank you, God. Um, it was it was like instant. It yeah. was like instant. Like yeah. as soon as the Lord revealed that to me, and I and I repented and you know prayed, spoke that break it off then boom then Daniel was back yeah and yeah wow so death guys death and life are in the power of the time but like it's just say it like say the life part of it you know and if you don't say the life part of it you can ask for repentance the Lord will forgive you and look at how quickly it can turn around you know mm-hmm. um yeah that's good actually I really like that <laughs> that that speaks volumes, you know, like just how important it is for us to uh, watch what we say. And I also like how proactive you are, you and your, you and Daniel and your family um, to say that before it escalates, before we use our words for death, we're going to separate, we're going to pray, we're going to talk to the father, and then we can come back. And then if need be, you can speak, you know, I speak life into each other. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. that. That's very, that's, a very good practical way. I feel like in family, but I, I think in any relationship, um, to be like to be like that and to have those kind of rule not rules, but like boundaries, you know, and help helping each other in the long run. I love what you said about praying the word. Um, that's so so powerful to pray the word. Yeah. And um, I remember even like not too too long ago, certain situations that I've been in where. Um, I found my heart kind of getting bitter Mm -hmm. over certain things. I didn't, I didn't realize that it was me getting bitter. I always had the picture like bitterness is like, Oh, that's a bitter old woman, you know, (laughs) like, like it's years of stuff built up. And, and so I I was kind of struggling with a certain issue in my heart and um, I had prayed on it, went to bed. And the next morning I woke up and that same issue was like, swirling my mind and my heart again and I was like no you know I I don't want to go through the whole day like this you know and so I asked the Lord you know again I release forgiveness you know God come and fill my heart in this area and and um, not let me fall prey to the schemes of the enemy you know and finally I asked the Lord I was like what what is this you know what what do I need to equip myself with and he told me bitterness and that's when I was like bitterness it's been a day I don't have bitterness after a day you know but but when the Lord speaks, he's right, you know? And so I went to my version Bible app and I typed in bitterness and I read all the scriptures that pertain to that until, you know, the Holy Spirit struck me with one real good. And, and uh, it was Ephesians 4, uh, I think 31, 32, that talks about, you know, getting rid of all bitterness and rage and slander and all of these things and putting on gentleness and forgiveness. And, and I really just warred through that situation, praying that scripture 
over myself, you know, yeah. until my heart came into line with it. And I literally felt it break off when it did wow. that. Okay. That has no power over me. Mm-hmm. And, but you know, the enemy can be ruthless sometimes. So throughout the day, there were a couple of times that situations came up where, um, I was reminded like, Oh, did you really forgive that? Mm-hmm. Are you sure you're not going to hold on to something, you know? And so, and then I would just use the word again, pray the word again. No, God, your word says this. Yeah. I don't go by what I feel or what's happened around me or this, but I go by your word, you know, and, and after a couple of times of through the day praying that, then, then it was gone and it was done and, you know, it didn't have power. Yeah. But I think that, um, we, we have to get in his word for everything and see what does he say and, and then walk that out, you know? Um, when yeah. you, do you have anything else you want to share? Um, it just made me think as you were talking, you know, it, it says in the Bible that, that his word is a lamp unto our path, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, we, we definitely need light. We definitely need yeah. direction and instruction and it's there. Yeah. It's there for us. If we'll just dig in and, and ask him, God, what do you say? And always, 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 when you ask the Lord, what does he say? Yes, be led of the Holy Spirit, but always go back to the word of God. Always test it in the scripture. Don't ever just take something that, oh, this is this is what God said. Um, I'll, always ask him to confirm it in his word. And I used to get kind of nervous doing that because I thought, well, I don't know the word of God that much. So how do I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I was relying on myself in that, yeah. but God has been faithful every time that I say, Lord, I, I want to know it's you. And I want to know in your word, yeah. he always takes it back to scripture mm-hmm. and shows this, this is what I'm, I'm saying. And this is the confirmation of it. And, um, so he's faithful to do that. Yeah, he is. So we've been talking about hiding the word in our hearts and how that affects um, what we say. And then you talked about how the word is a lamp into our feet and a light into our path. Um, and so I think one of the things that I want you to kind of just elaborate on is um, you hear a lot of people say that you need to declare, you need to confess the word of God. Um, and I think sometimes that can be hard for people to do because of the season that they're in. You know, it's like, I don't want to do that. Don't you see that I'm in a season of, you know, grief or something, or I'm in a season of um, really having to, I lost my job or, um, you know, one of the things for me is like, you know, my aunt had just passed away. It's like, I don't want to declare nothing <laughs> or confess anything. Like I'm just, I'm hurting right now. But I think um, you share something with me before, and I want you to kind of just share with everybody here is the importance of declaring and confessing the word of God, even when we don't feel like it. Um, so can you elaborate a little bit more on that, Whitney? Right. Yeah. So um, really, whenever I was praying about this whole podcast, um, the one of the first scripture parts that the Lord led me to concerning um, declaring and confessing and is probably by far the most important um, for any of us in our Christian walk mm-hmm. is uh, Romans 10, 9 and 10. Mm-hmm. And it says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, one believes unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that's just really clear, you know, that confess with your mouth, believe with your heart. And even as I was pondering the words, you know, declare and confess and declare Mm -hmm. and confess, I felt like, um, 
you know, of course we need to declare the word of God over us. We speak that over our own heart first and foremost, you know, and then over our circumstances and our situation and, Mm -hmm. and those things. But I feel like confession has such a deeper thing that it, it, it is truly rooted within our heart. It's what we truly believe. Like we can declare the word of God before we particularly believe it per se. Yeah. But once we confess it, it's made that heart connection. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's growing within our heart, you know, and coming out of our mouth, so to speak, you know, and and becoming manifest in in our life and the situations around us. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. One of the things that was hard for me is, um, like really using my mouth, you know, I think that was something that, um, I really had a breakthrough because I'm, I'm a writer, you know, I talked about that earlier. It's like, I love to write. I can hide behind, you know, my pen and pencil. I can uh, write my prayers, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm coming from a total, my point of view. <laughs> and and I love to hide behind my pencil and my pen, you know, um, and I would write down my prayers and just uh, wouldn't have, wouldn't say anything with my mouth. Like, you know, I'm like, no, the Lord sees what's in my heart. The, seat, the, the Lord can read what's on my page and this and that or whatever. Um, but I think really just probably within the past few months, like the Lord was really like, I would like to hear you too. You know, like, I want to hear your voice. You know, he created us with a voice. He created us with a mouth, you know, and a tongue and, and for us to utilize it, you know, we usually utilize it at church and worship and, and, um, while we're singing songs, but, um, very rarely for me, did I ever really use it with, with, um, by saying the word of God out loud or by talking to him, you know? Um, and so I think once I started it, like actually reading scripture out loud, that's where it started. I think is like reading the scripture out loud and it's like, Hey, like his word really has power. Like, and how I was saying, like just reading and praying Ephesians out loud or whatever, a uh, verse that you, you want to memorize, like Psalm 23 was a huge one for me a couple years ago. And I just started, um, like meditating on that. And I memorized that one. And then just recently I started just praying through Psalm 23 and just like out loud and seeing how much fruit that came. It's like, the Lord is my shepherd and I, I shall not want because he is my shepherd. You know, he's everything. And then I, then it helps my mouth go into a, a into a, like a way of pray. Like it's starting to praise by itself now. It's like, man, the Lord is my shepherd. He is a good shepherd. Yes. He goes after the one, uh, leaving the 99 for the one, <laughs> you know, like start saying all of these different things. And it's like, man, once you start aligning your mouth to the word of God and letting it come out of your mouth, then your heart starts aligning too, you know, and it starts believing and then it can start confessing. Cause now you're believing everything. And it's like, no, that is true. That is true. Um, yes. So yeah, I think that's very interesting. Like just hopefully that encourages people to uh, start using their tongues in their mouth. And I understand like that, that can be very difficult, um, especially, I mean, I 110% understand because I knew know where I came from. You know, I wrote my prayer since I was, when I, the day I got saved, I probably wrote something in there and then <laughs> writing <laughs> in my journals ever since. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it's, it's time, I think for us as the body of Christ and um, people to start using their their lips using their mouth what was given to us our voices um he didn't absolutely. To not ever hear it you know um, yes absolutely yeah. I remember the Lord kind of put me through a season a, a similar season even mm-hmm. um 
whenever, you know, the word says, uh, pray without ceasing. Yeah. You know, and so I, I um, went through this season to where I was very intentional that, you know, I'm sur- submitting every thought to the Lord, you know, that everything that's happening, I'm asking the Lord, you know, I'm hearing conversations and I'm listening for him. And I'm, you know, what do you say about this, God? I don't want to just hear what they say. I want to hear what you say. And mm-hmm. so I'm intentional to have this, this mind connection with the Lord, so to speak, you know? Yeah. Um, and I fell into a season though, similar to like what you're saying that I wasn't using my lips and my voice to pray to God. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was like, well, I'm, I'm staying submitted, you know, in, in my, in my heart, in my thoughts, or even in writing, but I didn't so much speak out loud. And, um, <laughs> any of, buddy that can hear this that knows my husband um god used my husband to teach me in this because my husband does not uh he, he previously has not been one to just be very talkative unless it's on the things of the lord you know and so i was sitting having a conversation with him one night and and he really didn't have much to say you know he just, he he was a listener you know And, um, but through that, the Lord ended up kind of revealing some things about me that Mm -hmm. I wasn't using my mouth to talk to him Mm -hmm. and that, you know, he, he told me like, how boring would it be if we just look at each other all the time? (laughs) Like, like, you know, we can talk with our eyes, you know? Yes. (laughs) And, and like the Lord told me that not, not my husband. Oh, I thought David said, I was like, David said that. (laughs) No, no, the the Lord told me this. And, but he, but he was using David to teach me that, that, you know, um, that we need our, we do need our words with each other. Mm -hmm. And, and it's wonderful that we can be in a place that we can, you know, we can discern the Lord's heart and he can, he can ours and this and that, Mm -hmm. all of that. But we do need to, to give our, our words, our lips to, to the Lord, and then also allow him to use that as he wants so that we can declare his word into the world Mm -hmm. so that it will come to pass. Yeah, that's good. That's real good. Um, so this, we're already concluding our podcast. I'm so glad you were able to be a part of this, Whitney. Thank you for saying yes. Um, I really felt like the Lord had you put you on my heart to be able to uh, do this with me so I'm glad that you said yes thank you <laughs> thank you B thank you for asking me and just yeah. thank you for for your just love for the Lord you're such an encouragement and and just a joy and you have impacted our life in great ways oh don't make me cry <laughs> well that's the point of part yeah, of this true. right <laughs> <laughs> um but guys I hope this really encouraged y'all to um just really I you know when I wrote this, it was really hard for me to kind of, you know, face myself, I guess, realizing that I didn't, I wasn't using my mouth for his glory, you know, and to really show who he is as a good father, as a friend, as a lover, you know? Um, and it was really hard for me to have to face that. And, you know, this might be challenging for some people to have to face and ask those questions that I, that were asked to me in the poem that I, that I wrote. Um, but I hope that you do take that challenge and you do, um, ask those hard questions and see like where where is it that your your mouth has been turned bitter instead of you know like sweet like honey um where have you been a sword or a piercing or instead of healing balm um because i i, mean, I had to repent for like years you know of me using my tongue and my mouth for ways that didn't glorify him 
And um, what I can tell you for those who are listening is there is mercy and there is grace. And you can boldly go to that throne of grace where God sits on that throne, you know. Um, and if I could find it and I could find, receive his grace and I could um, re- receive his mercy and find his grace there, you can too. And so if this is a challenging podcast or if you feel um, even a little offense rising up because you feel like you, you're not that's not you or whatever. I just ask you to just search your heart with the Lord and um, receive that mercy and, and find that grace there and um, and begin on that healing journey because that, that was a journey that I had to, to go on to be able to be healed from what things that I had said and things I had that have I said that hurt people or things that I said to myself that hurt myself, you know, and lies that I, I listened to and said those lies instead of uh, saying the truth of the word of God. Um, but now I can say is hiding those words in my heart um, has really made a big difference and has really challenged me to ask those questions every day now instead of just, you know, feeling as if I'm perfect, (laughs) you know, Um, and really just asking the Lord to forgive and to um, change my thought, change my heart, be root, my heart to be rooted in the soil of his word. Um, So Hopefully this challenges you. Hopefully um, you learn from Whitney and her story. And uh, thank you, Whitney, for even sharing all that. I think uh, people needed to hear that. And um, so before we close, um, I want to say I love you, Whitney. I love <laughs> you too. Love, yeah. <laughs> and I love your family. And, um, and I love every single one of you who are listening to this podcast. And hopefully this encourages you. But before we end, for sure, for sure. I want uh, Winnie to go ahead and pray for us and just encourage us with her words um, and her prayer. So go ahead. Okay. Thank you. All right. Father God, thank you uh, for this day. Thank you uh, just just for this time for us to, to really um, come before you with our hearts. God, thank you that your word brings correction it brings conviction it brings healing it brings transformation god i pray that um where any of us are falling short god just reveal that to us even right now god um and that we can just as as be reminded us that your word says that we can come boldly before your throne of grace that we can we can come run into you and say father forgive me Forgive me of this. Heal me. Heal me in my heart of this issue, so that it won't take me on a path I don't want to go. God, I pray that 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 you would um, just wash our mouths, wash our wash our lips. God, that that they would bring glory and honor to you. But really, deep down in our heart, God, search out that soil, God, um, and and help us to. Um, have a hunger really to to seek out your word to get in your word to just eat on that word and let it go into our heart to let it uh, take root and grow into what um, you want it to and that when we open our mouth it it will be words of healing it will be words that are that are um, that are sweet and that are that are going to bring glory to you in our circumstances God help us to speak life over um, all of the things that we face God and and we thank you for it, God. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. We love you guys. Love you.